First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Audra, Lois, Jane, Reginard, Michael, Colby, Corinne, Evelyn, Kayla, Sarah, Joe, Jill, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Jenny, Anna, Barbara, Diane, Susie, Stephanie, Erica, Terry, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. So what you'll hear next is a little snippet of our bonus episode covering the Netflix series, Warren Stories, uh, which is a series that focuses on the myriad ways clothing plays an important role in the lives of those who cherish and wear them. And it's just a snippet. So if you would like to hear the entire episode, you can join us and our Legion of Production Supporting Listeners on Patreon, where we have a ton of bonus content with my lovely co-hosts, Patricia and Nalen. And speaking of my co-hosts, Patricia and Nalen, um, we're all gearing up to come back to you on our main feed to cover a vintage season of Project Runway, while Project Runway Prime is on hiatus. So the free app, Tubi, that's T-U-B, as in, B, as in boy, I, um, is offering all of the lifetime seasons, which are season six through 16. So on this podcast, we've already covered season, seasons eight, 12, and then uh, we covered 15 and 16 in real time. So choose from any of those other seasons and let us know your preference. I'm tallying up all of your votes. So send them on in to us at our Gmail account at intheworkroom at gmail.com. That's I-N-T-H-E workroom at gmail.com and let us know. All right, now let's get into it. He tells everyone he sees. I just tell him that my son and, and his dog are walking around the world. I keep it more to myself, closer to the vest, because it sounds crazy. And hello to our Patreon lovelies. Uh, we are back after uh, a, a long break. We are here to talk some worn stories, and I'm here with Nayland. Hi, Ernest. Hi, Nayland. <laughs> Good to see you. It's good to see you. Good to see you. We're doing this on Zoom. Yay. For those for those of you listening in. Oh my goodness. Um, So much has happened. Um So much has happened. We are living the lives of educators. We are we are so so deep in the semester at this moment. It is it's a little shocking. So it has been it has been way too long. But uh a, definitely a lot longer than I anticipated, um, but we we yeah we have been living our full lives yeah week to week yeah <laughs> and it's post we've all had a spring break which doesn't really feel like didn't feel like a break mm-hmm. um, and so many things that have have happened in the world and it's true um, and things have happened in in our lives and your lives yeah. So. As as a wise man once said, it's it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a strong <laughs> rhyme to step to. <laughs> That's wonderful. 
Yes. Love you, Rakim. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> I, oh, oh, man. Oh, back when, oh, gosh, when they were so good. Uh, okay, yeah. anyway. Um, yes, so here we are. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to pick back up where we started. Remember? We, remember when we were talking mm-hmm. about Warren stories? Um, and we stopped on episode six. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, we, uh, but um, before we get, before we get into it, you did tell me that we um, we have to because we are a podcast and yes. all podcasts had to do this in an obligatory way that we must um, we must comment on the scandal of, of the Oscars. Oh, oh yes. Um, and what is the what is the scandal? It it is um, uh, uh, what was Brandon wearing. <laughs> That exactly. is that is the big exactly. question. Yeah. Um, we got a wonderful question from our lovely Patreon patron, Suze. And uh, <laughs> Suze uh, asked, so um, was Nalen happy with Brandon at the Oscars? He was dressed up and very trim. Any, anyway, just thought of Nalen. Suze. <laughs> hi. Hi. Hi, Suze. It's um, I I have to confess that I did not watch any aspect of the Oscars this year. Um, and uh, and which is shocking because it has been a tradition, as it is in in queer households the the world over for many many years. <laughs> And this year I was just like, I just don't care. Like I, like I also, I did, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't see the, I didn't really see many of the movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't, um, I, uh, you know, everything that they were supposedly doing to make the Oscar cast more palatable is exactly what I'm, I, I am not interested in. Yeah. Um, like I have, um, you shouldn't have fewer acceptance speeches on the on the Academy Awards. I have my own private Oscar suggestion, which is that when you are nominated to receive an Oscar, you should write down a, a list of everyone that you wish to thank. Yes. And then when or if you win they should run that list on a crawl that goes up the screen (laughs) and you should have 30 seconds to say anything that pops into your head. Yeah. So that you don't have to worry about whether or not you thanked everybody. It's already taken care of. I love that idea. And then people just get to be bananas and that would be, I would be, I would be in heaven. I want to hear what the sound, like what like crazy stuff, the sound editing, crew would have to say um you know i don't care about comedy bits yeah same i mean especially especially the people who are um who are crew and work probably the longest and the hardest hours in making these films and especially with you know and i don't watch the oscars either but um, if I did watch them as a child, which I also really don't remember doing, um, mm. then I would have been like, oh, so oh, so that's how this is done. Oh, these are the people who do those other things. Or, you know, what's a designer? What's a, an, an adaptation? I don't know. Um, it just kind of exposes you to those things that are a yes. little less visible. I, 
I watched it as a child because it was, of course, when you are a young queer person, anything that is like the shred of queerness or the mm -hmm. reflection of queerness on, in the world um, is uh, a beacon to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> in the midst of what most <laughs> television was at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Yeah. I have to see this. Um, so, you know, I saw, like, the year that Isaac Hayes performed Shaft. Yeah. The, you know, like, yeah. like all that stuff that they keep flashing back to in all their Oscar montages. Yeah. And all yeah. that stuff. Anyway. Oh, so about Brandon. <laughs> yeah, about I, Brandon. So... I, um, you sent me a photo from, I think it's Vogue Scandinavia, with Brandon standing bolt upright in yes. a tuxedo that is very, very fitted. Mm -hmm. He has a big smile on his face. Um, and as Suze says, he looks very trim. Mm -hmm. um, and I really feel like he has the expression of a person who has had to battle chubbiness for a lot of their life mm -hmm. who knows that they've, that they got to their target weight. Yes. And, um, and, and I, you know, I have feelings about um, what that means yeah. in what that would mean in my life, but I'm happy for Brandon. He seems very happy for himself mm -hmm. in that, in that moment. You know, it's a it's it's a fine looking tux. Um, it's it is um, his overall look, as I said to you, mm -hmm. seems to me to be, um, you know, the echo of George Clooney, which is really the echo of Cary Grant. Yes. He, the chunky black glasses, the salt and pepper trimmed haircut. Yeah, it's very it's it's very Cary Grant, and so God bless him. God bless yeah. you, for Brandon. It's not what I would wear to a gala, but I mean, <laughs> nowhere know. near <laughs> what you would wear to a gala. I mean, just just saying. Uh, but I'm not a fashion designer. Yeah, no, and and you know, and in like, like different uh, different proclivities, um, yes, different. Uh, targets we'll say or, or different different uh responses yes. to whatever um gaze or whatever you're, you're thinking about um and yeah that's something else i thought about too where a part of the oscar season or a part of award season period where you're getting photographed and you're getting fitted is this kind of like season of intense intensity around weight loss um yes. and 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 a, sort of a, approaching it in that way and i remember I think I've, if I, whatever awards show Tina Fey and um, Amy uh, Poehler, mm -hmm. uh, I think it might have been the Golden Globes or mm -hmm. the Oscars or Golden Globes, but mm -hmm. that was like one of their jokes. I remember um, one of their jokes about having to essentially just go on an intense weight loss regimen um, mm -hmm. as a way of preparing for the, the hosting of the show, which is unfortunate, but um but yeah, I don't know. I thought it looked great, but also um, it almost feels a little like a jogger version of a tux, even though it is kind of, you know, pulled mm -hmm. in a bunch of angles. 
there's still something to it that looks very comfortable. And also, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if that is also because he's um, like slightly too small for the suit. Slightly he's, I mean, he, he look, Bre- Brendan is cute. He is yes. very cute. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't mean to be snarky about him. And, and a lot of designers have, <laughs> no, a lot of designers have this thing that it's like, you know, yeah. I, I, I put the clothes on the people that I dress mm-hmm. and I'm here as kind of in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I always feel like his thing is a little uptight. Yeah. Um, you know, in relation to all of that. And I just wish he could relax a little bit more yeah. and have a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because he because at the moments where we've seen him a little bit looser, like at that final The after show. At, yeah, at, the, at that after show with Elaine, it was like, yeah. where's that Brandon during the rest of the season? I know, right? Just make make it so that you have no work tomorrow. You're off tomorrow. <laughs> okay. You're not at a job right now. You're just gonna relax, have a drink, <laughs> talk yeah. to some stars. Um but yeah, yeah. Um well uh Anything else to say about No, that's the that's Oscars kind of my take or... on it. It's like yeah. it's it's like it's cute cute, but yeah. you know. Yeah. I I I I wish more relaxation for him. Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, on to this episode. On so to... Ernest, episode 7 of yes. Born Stories called Survival. Mhm. Um and what did you think about it? Oh man. <clears throat> so some of the stories of okay, I I have mixed feelings about this episode and spoiler alert, one of the reasons is because there are ghosts um uh, addressed in this episode and I have a very I have a very complicated <laughs> uh, relationship with ghosts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but also um uh I I I kind of thought that in terms of they're how they're approaching survival some of the stories were a little less tethered to the theme than others and and i will confess that it's been a week of a lot of stuff (laughs) that i really enjoy just kind of just really relaxing into the show Mm -hmm. and um on my first watch at the end of it i was like you know what this story kind of relates to the second story somehow. For some reason, I just mm-hmm, forgot mm-hmm, that all of these mm-hmm. stories are in one theme. I'm like, wow, this one kind of, it kind of sounds like the first one. I'm like, listen, okay. Oh my gosh. This is how, um, how off I am that this mm-hmm, is yeah, this, mm-hmm. this, the theme is survivor survival. Um, yeah. But what about you? You know, I feel like um, this is, the episode for me out of uh, out of pretty much the entire series where it things don't feel so tethered to the close. Yes. That's what I meant. Like yeah. that the yeah. like like that the stories are are compelling stories. Mm-hmm. Um but their relationship to the close is a little um is is a little tenuous. Yes. And it feels to me a little bit like, like um, uh, Emily Spivak was like, "Well, these are really incredible stories. There's got to be a way to get them in." Yeah, yeah. Um, and but they were also a little bit less. 
um, uh, you know, cohesive in terms of, well, I mean, I guess, you know, thematically, each one of them is about um, a kind of brush with disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the third, kind of. Yeah, not really. Not really. Not really. Um, and um, no shade, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm using that right. That kind of felt appropriate to say. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. It's it's a super interesting story, but it's also not like the other ones are really about people in sort of in one way in the midst of. Uh, dealing with loss mm-hmm. and um, and uh, and potential disaster. Yeah, yeah. And um, and various kinds of trauma. Yes. And that's not really the case for the for the third one. No. Um, and so we can I, get into yeah. who we're talking about. Yeah. So we've got four stories. Mm-hmm. The first one is Simon and his lycra shorts or spandex shorts. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have Joe and Jeremy's Air Jordan hoodie. Mm-hmm. Then we have Tom and his down jacket. Mm-hmm. And then the lastly, we have Ben and his boots. Yeah. So the third one. So is Tom. so four f- <laughs> four guys. Yeah. Um, I actually know Simon a bit. Really? A little bit. Um, the Simon that we're talking about is Simon Doonan. Oh, I've heard of Simon. Uh, yes. Um, who's quite famous as the um, window dresser and then artistic uh, director for Barney's Mm -hmm. New York. Um, And, uh, and, and so, you know, in a certain way, that story was the one that I was the most connected to because Mm -hmm. that's exactly the time that I, it, it, Simon tells the story about moving from London to Los Angeles yes. in the early 80s. And that's exactly 1982 is when I moved to Southern California to go to grad school. Um, and so, you know, as he's talking about the um, the experience of being in L.A., can I just, can I just <laughs> as a say... native, how did you feel about that? So... I love this because this is actually the time that I was born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was born in 1982. Uh, so I, I'll be turning 40 this year. And um, how he describes LA as an epic wasteland. I'm just like, tell me more. Say more <laughs> things about that. It's like there was an O missing in the Hollywood sign. I was like, yes, there was an O missing in the Hollywood sign. There was also a drought. I was famously yep. born during a drought not famously but there's like a five or six year drought we were in the middle of mm-hmm. um you know kids were getting kidnapped everywhere uh yes there's like, there like a yeah. bunch of stuff going on in the 80s in the early 80s in los angeles so um i really loved that that view of it and it's like yeah no uh yeah epic wasteland well and also famously in i mean um you know New York had its wasteland period Mm -hmm. in the mid 70s and had its sort of punk um, reaction Mm. to, you know, like like its version of punk right at that point. Similarly, London. Yeah. um, L.A.'s punk scene really developed in the early 80s. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and and out of similar sense of like kind of desperation, except that it was the Southern California tinged version of that. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think I, where was he? He was designing Windows. He got a job Max designing Fields. Windows for for Max Fields. Yeah. And I feel like I remember that storefront. Like when it sort of shows up, I kind of remember it. Yeah. What's it, What's interesting is that. Um, he, rather than kind of going into the punk scene so much, although he did kind of, his real thing was to kind of go into the gay scene and particularly the aerobic scene. Yeah. I mean, because do you think the punk scene had anything to do with what he all often would refer to in this section, these demented windows that he was making at Max Field's? Oh, I think it, I think they were completely informed by that sensibility. Okay. I think that yeah. he's he's written about that. Okay. But it's interesting to me, and and I remember quite clearly like my own repulsion with a kind mm-hmm. of body conscious aesthetic in Southern California. Yeah. At that time, that was like so seemed so gross to me, mm-hmm. and um. And uh, yeah, and I I do think I I do really like the animation, like the way that this is kind of depicted by the animator. (laughs) The animation is so, uh, oh, it's so funny. It's real, it's real cheesy. It's real sassy. And it's real, it's really posy. And so essentially everyone kind of looks like paper dolls dressed up as uh, in aerobic gear from the early Mm -hmm. 80s. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, and everything being centered on this one particular gym that was obviously like the big gay gym. Yeah. But not for weightlifting for like aerobics. And this yeah. was like, you know, the dawn of the of um, you know, the Jane Fonda workout mm-hmm. and all of those places. Um, you know, I think Richard Simmons was sort of getting his start in that out of that same scene. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very particular vision of um, of what uh, <clears throat> of of what like physicality would look like. And it's so funny because I was just like, you know, I don't really remember that. I don't really have any connection to that part of history of, with aerobics. But no, uh, my tennis coach was in um, a Richard, uh, many, many Richard Simmons videos, um, and we would do Richard Simmons videos to train. Um, wow. So, uh, yeah. So you have actually sweat to the oldies. Oh yes, I have, <laughs> and I enjoyed the hell out of it. So fun. <laughs> so fun. Okay. See, this is the reason why we do this podcast, <laughs> listeners, because I learn as you learn. Like Learning this is so like much. this is like every episode. There's something about Ernest that I did not know before that I that I've come to find out. So anyway, to to kind of go on with this. Yeah. Um, All right. I hope you enjoyed that small intro into our bonus content. Stay tuned for some welcome throwback to the groundbreaking Peabody Award winning still Tim Gunn having version of Project Runway. Um, Until then, take care of yourselves and each other as best as you can. And we'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Bye.